This is a Capricorn FM podcast. We talk all things finance and we give it a touch of relationship today because you cannot truly separate a marriage with finances. Hence, there are so many different contracts about how we get married to protect ourselves financially or to to join ourselves financially and to what extent. But financial infidelity is one thing that we have heard about for years. Perhaps maybe the, the, the word had not been coined in this way, financial infidelity, like you're cheating on your spouse financially. Uh, it, is a lot, but I'd like to find out how that is defined. And to uh, help us with this conversation, I'm joined on the line by financial content specialist at uh, Financial Care Corporation, Nikki Motiva. Good morning, Nikki. How are you doing? Good morning, Shaganin. How are you? I'm good. How are the festivities? Oh, I'm telling you, I ate seven, several colors the other day, cactus and jelly, you name it. Oh my goodness. And you didn't even call us poor kids while at work during this time, Nikki. I can't, but I mean, the more we don't abuse, times are better. Oh, times are tough. I'll not play the extra. Oh, man. We'll see that in January. Thank you so much for taking time out of the holiday to chat with us, Nikki. Today we're talking about financial financial infidelity. Uh, how would you describe this? And, you know, to talk to us about it and give us a few examples if you can. Oh, okay. Thank you. What a, what a wonderful topic. I heard you introducing it earlier on and I was thinking, okay, now what? How am I going to put it across in such a way that it's it simplified? It doesn't sound like legal jargon mm. and it doesn't sound like business uh, analysis and all of those lovely yeah. things. But let's just make it simple. So it's, it's actually your your financial infidelity is just cheating. Just, just purely that it's being mm. financially unfaithful too. So usually it would be if, if it's, it's a couple that has a combined finance. You know, mm. when they start lying to each other. Uh, remember, when you cheat, is when you cheat on emotions, yeah. there's time investment invested in it, there's energy invested, there's finances invested. So if someone does not disclose or intentionally lies about money, especially if they are a couple, then yes, that, that is financial infidelity, that is financial cheating. Sure. And when do we start discussing finances as a couple? I mean, now financial infidelity applies to those who have got joint accounts and they're sharing the money that they bring into the house. But when do you start discuss? Do you start discussing when you have joined or before you even get married or when you get married? Like, when do we start discussing? I think um, maybe, it, and, and I'm happy that earlier on you were talking about a senior couple um marriage ceremonies, uh, wedding ceremonies. Mm. You know, it was lovely. I just hope at that point when um liar, when they start telling you what to do with your marriage, giving you advice in advance, one of the things the crucial things you hardly ever talk about is money. Mm. How to use it, when to gain trust and when to actually teach your children about it. So I'll always say at the exception when I um when when you and I meet and we are going to be a couple, I need to disclose to you certain things. Um, my pre or existing uh, debts, mm-hmm. I need to indicate to you what are my investments and sometimes even indicate to you what are my future prospects. So when people are married in commuter property, you have to disclose because it will affect the other partner. If you're married in in, in national contract, which is ANC, uh, it depends whether it's with or without accrual. Um, you know, speak to your to your to your legal people, and they'll be able to draw that contract for you. You might not necessarily have to disclose, but in terms of your day-to-day living, it makes sense to disclose. 
it's December time now. Yes. Even got bonuses. Somebody said, "Yeah, no, I don't have bonus. I didn't get any bonuses." Oh, my bonus check at two thousand. I swear to twenty. You know what I mean? It's, it's December time. Yeah, I wanted to come and visit us and be saying, "Anna, you see this family member? This one, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. She'll be bringing, she'll be bringing three kids and two of their cousins and one from another side, Ay, sh- and then we'll be left with eight kids in this oh. yard, and she doesn't even give us a single cent." So, so financial so, principles. I mean, w- people are we we are wired to want companionship, and even those mm-hmm. that are not married perhaps are looking for that uh, companionship or somebody to spend the rest of their lives with. But just a financial principle that people must always remember, uh, especially when you are in relationships, getting into a relationship, or if you are married already. Yeah. So, so. You know, I'll tell you what, I was going through the BBC.com, they say 76% of married couples um, were involved in financial cheating, and then mm. 10% of them end up end up uh, divorcing. Now, it is not only about the 10% divorce, but it's the complications that come through with that divorce, the type of divorce, mm. because... Um, you know, I, I always, I always say, um, it's a deeper relationship concern. You know, if somebody is doing it, you might ask why. Yeah. They are doing it because they avoid fights. They are doing it because they are greedy. Somebody is doing it because it's control over finances. Because if you don't disclose to your spouse, um, mm. you know, then you, you, you obviously want control. So it becomes financial abuse at the same time. Mm. You see? So I would always say go see counseling, you know, come out clean, apologize. Um, but again, maybe let's look at what we've spoken about you and I previously, which yeah. is consumer behavior. Ah. Um, you know, so some, some people are planners and you will plan together and some people are impulsive buyers. So you decide now to buy because you wanted to, you wanted to buy the pair of shoes that we spoke about uh, the other day and, and, and now you see a bag, now you buy the hat to match and you buy the shoes and you mm. buy everything else. Mm. And if you not disclose those, by the time I get home, I realize there are four more boxes. Yeah. And yeah. And then there's compulsive buying behavior. Somebody who just, when they are emotional, when, they, when, when they've had a fight at home, they just want to go shopping. Mm. You know, sure. That might lead to a psychological uh, behavior which might seek counseling as well. So I'll give you some examples when I, uh, when I if, if you are a if you are a church member and you don't disclose that you have already given a cut of ten percent of your salary, mm. that's cheating. Okay. If if if, if you signed a guarantorship or your surety ship, uh, usually it's with good intentions. You've cheated because when the consequences of the legal thing come through, uh, your spouse is going to be affected. You know, sure. if you are a director of a company and you didn't, or a member of a C. CC and you didn't disclose to your partner and at some stage when the company sues you, um, who's going to be affected? Your spouse your again. Partner, yeah. Insurance sure. is a very good example as well. Let me, I buy you a car and then you say to me, Nikki, I'll take care of insurance. In my mind, I'll be thinking, oh, she's, she's insured. And, and mm. next thing when an incident occurs and I realize that you are, you are not uh, paying your insurance premiums, you see what happens. It affects both the relationship and the expense side of money or the investment that we did.
Sure, Nikki. I, I hope that uh, we are listening to you and we, and we get into the next year with your voice ringing in our heads when it comes to finances because it can literally break up a family. Thank you so much for, for taking time and having this uh, conversation with us. Uh, next year, we will chat next year, actually, you and I. But for those who would like yeah. to uh, be saving your details on how they get in touch with the Financial Care uh, Corporation, how do they do that? They can go to all social medias. We also have a um, a campaign called Know Your Cash. So on Instagram, it's no underscore your underscore cash, even on Facebook. Or they can just visit uh, FTT Corp on, on, on our website, on our website, and they'll find us there. Oh, thank you so much, Nikki. Uh, Merry Christmas, a happy new year. I'll speak to you next year. Merry Christmas, a happy new year, a prosperous one, a wealthy one, a disclosing yes. one. And, and, and a financially literal one. Let's Rana, go. Rana That's where I'm sticking. <laughs> Let's keep on investing. Oh, man. Uh, he says just keep on investing. We, don't wanna, we just want to get rich, Nikki. We just want to get rich. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.